Hey y'all, welcome back to season two of Yeah But Are You Listening? I'm Ovi and I'm glad you've tuned into this journey. I've created this space to push you to be authentic, to be transparent, and to do it scared. Let's get to it. Hey, y'all. <laughs> I am here with Chantel and Kyle. Um, Chantel's an author. She's got DWI. She's a relationship coach. She had a mini baby that we kind of have left in the carriage that was a, <laughs> a um, <laughs> that was yes, please, and thank you, um, that taught about, I keep wanting to say equity because that's not it. Etiquette. But, <laughs> etiquette, right. But equity is what, like, people have been screaming at the new job. So it's not equity, but that's what it is. And please tell people what DWI is because she, she has a DWI I, and I don't. <laughs> you know what? That is accurate. DWI is done with it. It is um, the relationship coaching piece um, that she has dove into in, in pretty an amazing entrepreneurship fashion. And we got Kyle, who is really the man. I mean, I I could give Kyle an introduction, but I feel like I would jack it up. So Kyle's an author. Um, he is like a well, how many Kyle? I'm just a regular guy. No, yeah. no, no. Hold no, on, no. hold on. Check, check, this check, is check. My introduction. Hold you on, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me hold on. Because I, I think that so many times, right? So many times we we live off introductions based upon our titles. Yes. Right. Yes. Instead of our qualities and characteristics. Yes. Instead of the things that make us different. Instead of the things that people don't see. Right. Right. But I want them to know. Are oh, you right? oh, I'm gonna tell them. Oh, I'm gonna tell them. Right. right. Well, you know what? <laughs> you introduce you. I got you. Then. I got you. All right. So I'm Kyle King, man of God, father of a five-year-old that you know I love so much, um, and I'm a vessel. Right. So we can talk about multiple businesses. We could talk about. Um, what I've been able to do for communities, but I'd rather talk about the people that I serve. Um, <laughs> and I'd rather, you know, I'm a question asker. I'm a, I'm a lifelong learner. So my question, right, because I, it's not about me, right? It's about you. It's, oh. This is your moment. Y'all, I just want to tell y'all, before you even get into this, so the first time I met Kyle, I walked away thinking, I never want to see him again. Like, oh, I geez. never want to see Kyle again. So I, he was introduced to me, and within the first 10 minutes, he was, like, interviewing me. And I was like, what is happening here? I apologize. It, you did apologize. And I was like, don't ever meet, I don't ever want to meet him again. But... But the questions that Kyle was asking me were thought-provoking. Um, and the reason that I really didn't want to meet him again was because he required the answers to his questions required an unveiling that I just wasn't prepared for. That's um, what Kyle does. I know it, but you ain't tell me. You I'm know what sorry. I'm saying? <laughs> Typically, people pay for that. So, that is called so therapy. So let me, let me tell you this. It's gotten worse. He's... And now you have invited him into my space. Yes. I have. And now he's here. And I can't just I wouldn't cut necessarily the mic. say it got worse. It's, it's, just, it's elevated. It's elevated. Right? It's gotten better. So right. Be but prepared. the problem is, I can't cut the mic. We here now. Nah, we here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I just wanted y'all to know, like, Kyle didn't really tell you all about the amazing stuff that I was going to tell you. But that is who he has been to me and why I probably haven't seen Kyle in a while because, you know, I usually pay for that kind of, that kind of interrogation. <laughs> you know, the interesting thing, kind of to make it into a lesson, right? We've come back and we've the second time we've seen each other, mm -hmm. I can probably know that there's been an elevation, though. <laughs> and there's probably been choices that you've made that we don't even need to talk about. Okay. 
and I see it in your ore, and mm -hmm. I appreciate it. It's interesting because when we were driving here, right, mm -hmm. and you were just kind of talking about your vision, you were talking um, to your daughter, and you were mm -hmm. talking about the different things, I kind of like looked back for a second as you were just talking, and there's a different glow in you. And it's interesting when we get rid of the weight of somebody else's baggage, God allows us to move into the place where he needed us to be before, so I just, you know, I want to acknowledge you for that <laughs> and your growth. Um, so let's get to it. What are, five minutes let's in. get to it. <laughs> and I'm ready to cut the mic. Like, let's that's it. it. That is the episode, right? Drop the mic. <laughs> so um, I have a question. All right. I have go. a question. I'm not going to lead the whole thing, I promise. You sure? But no, nah, no, nah, I just I, I want to <laughs> ask you to, um, okay. you know, what is the, I think that everything comes in seasons, mm -hmm. right? You know, we we actively, every single day we wake up. Um, you know, we're writing a, a new chapter, a new page of our story. Okay. But a lot of times we're never essentially closing the chapter because there's either something in that chapter we want to continue to relive mm -hmm. or there's something in that chapter that we want to take to the next chapter. Okay. But the next chapter won't allow that to come with us. What's something in this season that you're in right now that you want to take with you, but you recognize that you can't? I'm going to take a drink, Chantel. I think that question was, I think you should lead. We just talked about this. So the struggle has been with relationships, friendships, um, that you want to remain like, I'm still this person, I'm still the homie, and we can, we can take this trip together. Um, but we all know seasons come to an end, and yeah. everybody can't travel that road with you. So I would have to say for me, it's been – long-term relationships, friendships that I've had, and thinking that the support, the love, the um, thinking that we have the same, I thought we did, had the same perspectives right. on life um, could shift us all forward. Right. But they, they don't. We don't see eye to eye. No. Um, or even if we don't see eye to eye, it's just that they don't have any... Um, perspective or care or concern on what it is that I'm doing in order to move forward. Um, and so, therefore, those relationships have to stay where they are, and that is a challenge because you've always had those people there since you were yay high. And it's difficult to say, like, and you don't have to say it. I think there's this thing that you have to put this disclaimer write this letter right. that we cannot move forward and you don't right um we've talked about move. this before kyle that <laughs> relationships just things just kind of weed themselves yeah. out god has a way of removing people yeah. and things from your life um that no longer serve you and yeah. you just move in the direction that in the path that he has put out there for you and let me tell you what that is hard me and God been we we've been we've been boxing we've been shadow boxing <laughs> these last couple months. I'm like God, I don't. This is not. I mean, I mean, I prayed for it, but this is this is not what I asked for. And I don't appreciate your spin on what I asked for. <laughs> and so, if you could just give it to me the way I asked for it, that would be really really dope. Um, my answer to that is probably twofold, right? So the the one answer really mirrors Chantel's answer in terms of relationships, like both romantic and and there's no plural let's be clear no, she, i'm not <laughs> out here i'm not for the streets you know what yes. I'm saying? there's no like plural on relationships <clears throat> um 
But I mean, both romantic and like my girlfriend relationships, there are some things in the way that my life is shifting both professionally and personally that they can't go. They mm. just can't go. Um, and they can't go because, ooh, okay. They can't go because of who they are, not because of who I am. Mm. And what I mean by that is, yo, I will take you with me. Come with me, right? But but I can't carry dead weight, right? You have a kid. You have a kid, Chantel. So you know what it's like. <laughs> it's like those memes when they're like, you know, video, they show video of you taking your kid to bed and you bumping their head on all the walls, <laughs> <laughs> on the door jams and stuff. Nice. Um, like carrying dead weight is hard. Like I can't get where I'm supposed to be because I'm trying to take me and you and you not even awake to like walk. I could hold your hand, but you want me to just throw you over my shoulder and carry you and I can't do that. And so like those things are difficult because I'm trying to go somewhere that I've never been and I want you with me. I want you in the front row seats, not in the cheap seats in the back, right? <laughs> but that is requiring a much heavier lift than I anticipated. Mm. And one of the things that God continues to reveal to me is in order for me to do the work, that he in, intends for me to get done, I gotta do the work. I have to show up in a way that I have not shown up before. Um, and that requires like, that requires a circle, as like Chantel and I have talked about, that is gonna be intentional about their support. The other part to the answer of that is, I have to learn how to leave behind imposter syndrome. Mm. And I am struggling. Talk more about that. Yo, I am struggling. So the reality is my professional resume is solid, right? I've done the work. I've put in the effort. I know the things that I know, right? And I am the employee that does not delve in things that I don't know. Like I am the one that'll be like, yo, I don't know. I mean, Kyle know. So I'm going to just reach out to Kyle because he know. <laughs> I don't know. And I'm fine not knowing, right? My professional resume is solid. However, this opportunity that God has like, <laughs> I feel like, you know, that bombs over Baghdad. I feel like he like dropped me and was like, <laughs> you good? <laughs> just keep praying. <laughs> you good? <laughs> um, I have been in rooms and in meetings where more meetings, I will say over the last, I will even say two weeks where they expect me to be the expert, right? And I'm looking around like, I, I mean, I'm, I mean, okay, I mean, okay, right? And I look in the like we're on Zoom, right? We're in a, we're in a, we're in a <laughs> panini, <laughs> you know? Somebody calls it a panini, and I was like, well, I don't, okay, all right, that's cool. <laughs> um, so everything's on Zoom, and I'm looking around the room, and everybody is intently waiting for me to speak. And internally, I'm like. I'm not qualified for this, right? Um, but but I am, mm -hmm. right? Uh, the, the other piece to that is I was at my previous job for 13 years. And so I earned the right at that job to say no, to say no to projects, to say no to people, to say no to things that I didn't want to be a part of. And then this new opportunity, I walked in feeling like day one, I didn't have, like, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't command that level of respect. And it was my mom that was like, yo, you're there 
because you already earned it. Mm-hmm. Like you already did the work. They like, saw it after you. Right. You showed up ready. Right. Um, and so it, for me, it's coming out of the comfort zone of, I don't deserve to be here. Um, these people, they don't really know, you know, that I'm not qualified when the reality is I am, I am absolutely qualified to speak on the things that I, that I am speaking on. I am absolutely, my voice, um, I have earned the right to have this voice, but it is tough to know that and walk in that, even if you know it. Cause you're like, in my past life, in my past 13 years, I was battling every day to have this voice, to have, to show up in the room and be like, all right, y'all, well, I'm gonna say that the sky is blue and y'all probably gonna look out there anyway, <laughs> but, and you gonna see that it's blue, okay. And to like show up in this space, being the minority, like not one of the minority, like being the minority to show up in this space, be in the minority and have people be like, you aren't, you, yes, we are listening to you. Like, yeah, but are you listening? Like, yes, we are. Um, and being able to own that has been really, has been really challenging. And so like understanding that, that while I really didn't probably have imposter syndrome before, because I had been in this space long enough to earn that, that, that stance, um, like imposter syndrome can't go with me. Like, I got to leave it. It can't go. I have to, I tell other people that they deserve to be in rooms. Um, But as you guys both know, you can tell somebody else something and not own it for your own truth. And I have to get to a space where I own that for me Mm -hmm. as much as I own that for other people. That's good. That's good. I got thoughts. <laughs> I see you over there just right. I feel like I just want you to know that because you have a notepad, it makes me feel like I'm doing this wrong. Like I don't like, like all I got is a glass with vodka and cranberry. Like, I don't got no notepad. I'm I not like taking notes on my phone. I gotta listen. I gotta like, listen. Like I'm not doing nothing. I'm not this doing I'm doing it wrong. Nah, nah, you're not doing it wrong. You're doing it um you're doing everything exactly how you need to be doing it right now. Um you know, Amen for that. I wrote down a lot of things as you were talking <laughs> and you talked about, you know, baggage. You talked about all these different things. And it's interesting because I, I believe that God a lot of times wants us to um, only give us enough to carry on. But a lot of times we want to put more in our suitcases that now we're required to check the baggage. Right. Mm. So now when we get off of the flight that he provided us with the resources to go on, we're sitting outside waiting for hours for our bag to come out or Mm -hmm. minutes for our bag to come out Mm -hmm. but we don't just grab our bags (laughs) we end up grabbing everybody else's bag Mm -hmm. and then our uber comes up Mm -hmm. and our baggage can't fit into this new destination or to this new vehicle that's going to allow us to get to our next destination right right. so just imagine if we only took the things that were necessary but how do you do that so I was talking to this homeless guy, right? Oh. So this homeless guy, uh, I can't remember his name. And he was saying that a lot of times when people help, you know, homeless people, they bring food, they bring, you know, clothes. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I don't want any of that because we got all of that. We get all of that all the time. Okay. <laughs> and it was an interesting perspective. Like, you're real ungrateful. <laughs> um, <laughs> right. And he kept, you know, saying it, but it made sense. He was like, you know, all I need is enough to go into my book bag. 
and my bicycle. He said, all I need is a method of communication and a mm -hmm. laptop so that I can get, so I can apply to jobs. Okay. He said, I need a way to trans, like uh, to get somewhere and then I need a way to apply. Right, okay. So it's interesting because I think about that in life as well. All we need is somebody to be right. able to get us to the next place and then being able to trust in some things where we can apply our skills and our attributes and our qualities. What are you thinking? Well, I'm listening because I, I don't think so. I don't I don't completely agree with that. Mm. I believe that that is a piece of what you need. Um, but I do also believe that there are, you need people that can't do any of that, that can't get you to the next place or help you get what you need that are simply there to be your support. But they have to be genuine support. But. I think that the, the, the line in the sand is like, you have to figure out which of those relationships, like something you said earlier to me uh, um, applies now. Like we were talking in a car on the way here and you were like, you have, I was telling you about people like dumping their stuff off on my plate. And mm -hmm. I was like, yo, my plate's full. I can't, I, I can't eat all this. I don't even want it. And you was like, you gotta give that to God, right? Exactly. And so I believe that there's a third piece that you need, which is people that are in your corner but where you you got where there is a, a, an equal exchange of energy, right? So where I they like aren't that. necessarily dumping on you and you aren't necessarily dumping on them, but the exchange of energy makes it so both of you walk away nonetheless heavier. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the challenge, though. It is. Sometimes. And that's why all of my relationships, it's interesting because we were talking about this this morning, mm -hmm. right? That when your conversation changes, your compensation increases. Oh, right. We should probably put that in a book. Take that. <laughs> <laughs> Write it down. So when Write your conversation <laughs> when your conversation changes, your compensation increases. Okay. So I believe that the relationships that I have in my circle now do offer the support because that now that's a new requirement in the season that I'm in. Right. Like the it's like when you elevate, your requirements elevate. Right. Right. So they are that's kind of like base level. You're gonna support me. Yeah. However. When I come to you for something, support mm -hmm. is an exchange of value, like you said, right? Mm -hmm. I don't want to just come to you and say all these great <laughs> things that I'm doing, and you just looking at me like, great job. That's or nothing. Not, or radio silence, which is what like, we just right. talked about. Hell, like, what the hell is this? Like, yeah. I, need, I need that person to affirm, but ask a, at least ask me a question. Something. Something. Not just... Look at like you. a deer in headlights or Show hey, up. great job. Yeah. Share my posts. Do something. Right. It's it's like have you have to. I don't know. You got to be present for me just as as I was because me, I'm the type of person that will literally show up for everybody else and showing up for me. I don't need more support. That's my and maybe it's just my perspective. It's not. I don't want support. I don't care because there's a lot of people on Instagram that comment. Right. That's a form of support because right. now my engagement. Right. But if my people in my circle are not sharing, supporting, calling, questioning, challenging, giving, exchanging something, then I don't have room for you on this bicycle. Where so were what? you? So we what? just <laughs> talked about this. Like, right. where were you? So then what do you do with those people? Because that was the conversation I got we it. had that. What do we do with these people? Are they truly my oh. friend? That's right. the second part, right? And that's a, that was the, I wrote that down too. Right? Okay, I got <laughs> it. So it's interesting because I was listening to a sermon once and it was talking about how it, it gives obviously a lot in the Bible about trees, trees, trees. Mm -hmm. When you think about a tree, right? Does a tree eat its own fruit? I don't know. No. Nah. Does a tree move? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know the answer. A trees don't no, move, right? No, they don't move. They don't. 
And when you think about it, all we need, we're the trees, right? And we have branches and our relationships serve as our branches. God will remove the branches from our lives. We don't have to remove those. If we remain connected to the source, the vine, then the vine will allow for the branches that no longer belong on this tree to shed through the seasons that it's their time, right? So when you think about a tree bearing fruit, trees don't move. We've already established that. But people know to go to that tree to then remove for that fruit. fruit. Mm-hmm. The fruit that we bear mm-hmm. is not for us, though. The fruit that we bear is for other people. So mm. the people that really need what we have are going to come to us because the trees don't move. If we stay connected to the source, we will then be able to attract the people that are already supposed to be around our tree. And therefore, we don't need the support that we thought. Yeah, we that supported all. you when you need it. Like, yo, my, yep. shout out to Jake Taylor, right? Like, that he... Great perspective. He was like, he doesn't block people's number or have like um, ending conversations. Mm, right. He said when they call, um, he was like, he answers the phone mm-hmm. or or when he answers, he's like, Drake, uh, Jake died. Dra- Jake no longer <laughs> lives here. The friend that um, allowed you to cross boundaries, the friend that didn't um, like accepted not uh, you not supporting me, that friend no longer lives here. Mm-hmm. Jake 2.0. Right. Is this is this new person? Hello. <laughs> right. Hello. <laughs> right. So when you think about it, you don't have to have those conversations. As right. you elevate, I do believe that organically, like the conversation that we had now this morning, mm-hmm. it just slowly kind of because you wasn't supporting me before. Right. So I'm going to I no longer have the capacity to have those conversations with you because it's no longer worth my time because That's as right. I put more on my plate, my time becomes more valuable right. and you've already shown that you are invaluable. That's right. So I'm speaking to that person that is listening to this podcast is probably friends with one of y'all. That's not supporting. <laughs> I recommend you just, you just, you just delete their number, right? Yeah. Cause you're, you're not here for a reason. Yeah. I mean, so it's funny because we just had that conversation because Chantel is so much more like, <laughs> than me right she's so much more warm and like loving and like they still my friends and i'm like they not nah. <laughs> you know and the thing is is like I, what i was sharing with Chantel before is that they just move into a different space like mm-hmm. they just move into a surface level i can't take you with me mm-hmm. like so i will share with you guys you know i have accepted a job in oregon it is the largest personal stretch i have ever made i mean i'm talking about straight like boxing with god like you couldn't make this you couldn't give me this this opportunity in charlotte like i <laughs> i had to go three thousand miles you couldn't 300 wasn't enough i mean did you throw an extra zero in there for like good measure i don't really know right and so i have had conversations with people i shout out to my mom who listens to every single podcast right I had a conversation with my mom the other day and I called my mom and I was like, Ma, I, I'm having a hard time and I need you. And my mom and I are very, very close. You know mm-hmm. that, Chantel. Yeah. And um, she, she said, okay, baby, what's up? And I said, I have, I'm already very particular about who I share things with. Everybody don't know everything. Right. And so I've shared before, Chantel is one of the she 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 kinda knows it all. Like <laughs> she kinda knows it all. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. Judge me. Don't I don't care. Whatever. Here we are. And so there are some things that I share with certain people. And there are some other friends. Like Chantel's not the only one that knows it all, but I have learned, right, what the boundaries are for other relationships. Mm-hmm. 
So I called my mom and I said, um, I've had a couple conversations with people um, about Oregon, and they have questioned my movements in a way that's like, you doing that? Mm. Like, you going to ask for that? I wouldn't ask for that. You expect them to do what? Right? And I said to my mom, am I tripping? Like, am I really asking? Am I out of line? Like, am I... Am, am I cloudy? Like, come, come on, come, mm-hmm. come on, help me. Like, Thanks. you, you call Jesus on the main line, so like, Thanks. like, come tell me. And she's like, she said to me, they. Let me see. I'm gonna see if I can pull up her actual text so I can read it to y'all because she's what she said to me was so profound. And my mama's profound. Like, let's just be clear. Like, she really <laughs> calls Jesus on the main line. On a regular, and, you know, I rocks with her because I'd be like, if you could just intercede on my behalf, that would be awesome. Um, And so, let me see. I got to get to it. Um, she, It's funny because I'm scrolling through the text, and... Um, she she's old, right? So she, <laughs> she she sorry, ma. Um, she'll be seventy this year, thank God. Um, but she she gets she has the like, dude. I'm driving. She gives me like, so I had yeah. to scroll through those. So her response was, um, my res- my question was, am I doing it wrong? Um, and she says, no, not if that's what you're being led to ask. All she can say is no. And given that you're making sure the work is getting done, that seems unlikely. This whole journey has been about being brave and courageous enough to ask, and God has shown us only a snippet of what he can and will do. It's not surprising that your friends don't and won't understand, but that's okay, because God won't talk to them. Expect opposition, because in addition to enhancing your career growth, you are also helping others through the podcast, and the devil is mad. But just know that God is making taking us both to a new level in him. Maybe you are being naive in their eyes, but they are not looking with the same eyes that God but you are not looking with the same eyes that they are. And like for me, mama spoke to me. Okay, you are. I done told you. I needed all of that. I done told you she be calling Jesus on the main line. That's good. Okay. Yeah. But for me, that was like, yo, don't worry about what other people say. That's good. Because at the end of the day, God ain't, this not their journey. This your journey. And so if you allow those who are not connected to your journey and are not connected to your God on your journey, they don't get the answers you get. They're not going to see it the They're way you see it. They're not going to see it the way you see it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I think back to, like, people who invested in Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg in the, in the first, before it blew up, right, mm-hmm. or, or Google before it blew up. I'm sure he told his friends and they was like, yo, you tripping? That is not going <laughs> to work. That ain't it. That is not going to work. Them probably the same ones. It's like, yo, <laughs> can you loan a brother a little something? You know what I'm saying? Can you, can you slide some stock my way? So what are you saying to the naysayers? Because that's a conversation that Nothing. we have not had. Nothing. Do you say anything to the so naysayers? So I have gotten to the point that I do not address them. Mm-hmm. Because what I have come to understand about me in this season, in this moment, is that I am extremely um, impressionable and emotional, mm-hmm. right? And so, like, for as close as we are, if you were a naysayer, your words affect me, right? They keep me up at night. I wake mm-hmm. up and be like, damn, Chantel was that's like, deep. that's an awful idea. That's good. And so where I went to bed thinking, yo, 
boom, I got it. This is a great idea. Mm-hmm. I wake up at three and I'm like, bitch, that is a terrible idea. So what part of you then taps into this is for me. I'm making the decision for me, not for anybody else, not just because it's somebody's close to me. What 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 part of you says I have to do this for me regardless if this person feels like I can't take them along the journey with me. So if we're being absolutely transparent, I ain't there yet. Mm-hmm. What I am doing, though, is trying to order my steps mm-hmm. so that it drags me along <laughs> in the process. So let me give you an example. I don't want to move to Oregon, period. Mm-hmm. There is not a shell in my body that wants to leave my mama, mm-hmm. my babies, and my grandbaby, mm-hmm. period. But I have agreed to sign a lease on a townhouse, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Because, because while I'm scared and I'm terrified and I ain't sure, mm-hmm. God said has said to me numerous times, has opened enough doors that I'm like, all right, God, I mean, okay, fine. I hear okay, you. fine. <laughs> that I'm like, let me put things in place to overcome my fear when fear is all I'm going to have, mm-hmm. right? So, like... It allows you to depend on him only. On him only. Mm-hmm. Like, let me sign this lease because what I know is I'm loyal. Mm-hmm. So, if I tell you that I'm going to give you some money for... If, I'm a, if I tell you I'm going to sign this lease, I'm going to sign this lease. I don't even know Kyle. I mean, I, I do know Kyle. But, like, if <laughs> Kyle was a landlord, I don't know the man. I don't, the man's name is Brian. I don't know Brian and Kim, okay? But, and I don't owe them nothing. Mm-hmm. And the reality is Stephanie is my supervisor. I've only known Stephanie for two months, three mm-hmm. months, right? I don't owe her nothing. Mm-hmm. But I feel connected to her because I've given her my word mm-hmm. that I'm going to do this work, mm-hmm. right? So because I've given her my word that I'm going to do this work, because God continues to open doors in ways, and I'm like, that can't be nobody but God, mm-hmm. okay? Because I prayed against that thing. He was like, sorry. <laughs> um, and because I've done that, right, and because it can't be anybody but God, I'm like, well, let me put things in place that for me, because of who I am, become difficult for me to back out of, right? So even when I don't want to go to Oregon, well, I done already set up for a, a house. Right. I done already set up for my furniture. I done already set up for things to be delivered. Mm-hmm. I done already set an expectation for the work to be done. Um so I'm not there yet. I'm not I'm not at the at the place where I'm like, I'm doing this for me, like, you know, deuces, homies, I will call y'all when I'm done skiing, <laughs> right? I'm not there yet. Um, but I am putting things in place that I am putting things in place to combat my fear, knowing that fear that if I don't, fear will have me stuck. Mm-hmm. And the reality is like me, move, me taking this job in Oregon is about no longer wanting to be stuck. Cause, I love it. Because I, I know you do. I'm <laughs> done with it, right? Yeah. So, so because the reality for me is I was working a job for 13 years. Well, I wasn't working the same job. But, like, I was in a job at a company I had been at for 13 years. And the reality is I could have stayed at that job. I could do that job with my eyes closed. Given, thanks to the Panini, right, we working from home. Um, I was never going to really have to go back into an office. I was making decent money. So not great money, but decent money. Like, I'm good. I was good, right? I could travel a little bit. I could feed my kids. That's really the important part. You know what I'm saying? Do a little something. <laughs> buy a shoe here and there. You know, a shoe. Just one shoe. Um, but I was, but, and I could have stayed in that role until I retired with very little, very little pushback. <clears throat> but there wasn't going to be any more growth. There wasn't going to be any more impact. And it probably 
probably wasn't going to be a whole lot more money. Mm. Right? So it was like, well, over there are things that you want to do. You want to buy a house. Right? You want to buy a real house. You want to buy your forever home. Mm. And you want to do it whether or not you have a husband. Like, a husband mm. would be great. But um, what if he don't, I mean, you know, he might not. That might not be in God's plan. We still talking about that. That's part of the shadow box and we got going. <laughs> you know. But if he don't show up, I want to be able to buy a house. Right. And I don't want to have to be like, well, can y'all, I mean, I make $25,000 a year. If y'all could just run me some money, I mean, I'm going to need more than $150,000 because these days that don't buy me but a one-bedroom studio. Like, I need a real house with some land and such. You know, so I, this is about stepping outside of my comfort zone. Stepping outside of what I know is guaranteed, because the job I was in was guaranteed, mm -hmm. right, um, to, like, doing something else. And so I'm still not at a point where I am confidently, this is what I'm doing for me. Fear fear is not a factor, because I'm going to keep it like a band. Like, fear is absolutely a factor. Mm. Absolutely a factor. What if I fail? What if I get out there and my baby is miserable, right? What if I get out there and I'm miserable? Like what? Ain't no black people out there. So you, 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 I wanted to go back. I wanted to ask you, mm -hmm. so what if you fail? What does that, what does that mean to you? But then I know that Kyle didn't answer his own question. He so I wanted to go back to Kyle for you to answer about this season and taking people with you or mm -hmm. not taking people with you in this time. Yeah. So I'm going to answer both. I'm going to give you some perspective. If you, if you focus on the problems, it's going to create more problems. Okay. If you focus on the possibilities, you're going to really be able to create opportunities. Right. So I think a lot of times we go into things like, what if I fail? Or what if, you know, my, my kid is miserable? What if I'm miserable? All these different things. But what if I love it? Right. You know? Like, I feel like the energy that you put in the atmosphere is, is very important. I agree. That's that point. Back to your point. Um, so I was having a conversation. So I'm in the process of, like, building a house. Yes, you are. <laughs> and I am <laughs> so excited. Um so I was talking to an interior designer. What was that? Yesterday. No, uh, Thursday. Thursday um, afternoon. And I was asking her because I never worked with an interior designer. Because mm -hmm. I really want this house to be like different, different. Like right. HGTV. Um, <laughs> okay, MTV. Nah, right. <laughs> right. And I was asking her like, you know, I've never done this. But, you know, what, how do you go about it? Do you just do the whole house? Do you do a room? Like, what do you? Right. And then she was like, most people... Um, that she works with focuses on the room that is going to get the most attention, the most okay. traction, like the the most kind of foot traffic. So the bedroom, you gonna make it where the magic happens? Not a living room. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I just want to get some clarity. The, the magic gonna happen in the bedroom regardless. Definitely be happening. <laughs> um, a bed and a pillow, like get with it. Like let's nah, get it. What? <laughs> she like it on the bed. Never mind. Um, Come back. <laughs> all right, yeah. we're in the so, living room. We're in the, living, the room. living room. So, right. So, as we were all kind of talking earlier, my, my mind went to that conversation. Okay. Because I think a lot of times, right, we have relationships in our lives that, and it's, it's, we don't have to get them out of our house. But when is the last time we went to the attic in our house? Right. Mm. Right. When is the last, like, how often do we really go to the coat closet? Not often at all. Right. Only when you need it. Right. And I think our relationships can be that way. So, it's not that you got to cut people off or kick them out the house, right. just put them in the attic. <laughs> like you know that what I'm saying? Terrible. But it's the real like just put them in an attic or put them in a coat yeah, closet I'm, because I'm put you over there. I'm gonna put you in another room, right? Because in my living room where the foot traffic has happened, where people see me, and when the opportunities mm, are coming, where mm. people are when we're fellowshipping, I can't have you in this room, baby. Right? You know what I'm saying? So You're killing the vibe, <laughs> literally. Right. 
<laughs> so back to the season that I'm in is moving people out of my living room. Right. Because I think a lot of people wanted to watch the show with me or right. watch me create the show in the living room. But I've recognized that you don't deserve me in this season because you couldn't acknowledge or appreciate or accept me in the season mm. before this. I want to like so that's it. That's all I got. Okay. That's all. That is. You, that's what they be like. They be like, they drop the drop big the diamond mic. on the that's table it. and they be like, that's <laughs> it now. That's I it. mean, that's, that's all. It. That's you it. know what I'm saying? You know? Yeah. Um, I think that's important because yeah. um, I know we tend to want to keep the people in the living room um, and not see it for what it is at the time. Um, mm-hmm. It's like it's like keeping that furniture like, or a piece of clothing. Like, I'm going to wear it. I'm going to wear it. I'm going to wear it. You don't wear it. It's just still sitting there. It don't you know even you fit. need to take it to I mean, the not, goodwill. Not only can you, do you not wear it, but that joint it don't fit. It doesn't fit you does any longer. Mm. Any longer. And you might not actually get back to that size to be able to wear Ever. it again. That size gone. Like it's that coffee gone. table that you know like has some sentimental value to it. Or like women that get out of relationships or men that get out of relationships and they're still keeping something from that relationship. Mm -hmm. You can't really expect you to be able to move forward in your next relationship if there's still pieces and moments and memories from your past that are inside of where you see it every single day. You can't. Like, get rid of that shit. But you know what? Is that okay? Yeah, that's that's good. Yeah, my mama know the real me. It's fine. Um, (laughs) um, But that is where, like, that piece right there is where I think therapy is so important because people hold on. Like, you don't even recognize what you have bought with you. Like, Mm. you have bought this with you. You don't even know why you mad. He ain't even do it. Like, from a woman, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. He ain't even do that. He hasn't exhibited the same behavior. He don't talk to you the same way. He don't even show up the same way. Mm. Um, let me let me give you an example. So, so I dated my last my last my I was in my last relationship for six years, right? And in that relationship, um, I we were unequally yoked. That is a good way to say it. <laughs> and he was my boo, and we are still very very good friends, right? We are not in a relationship now, but we were. And in the confines of that relationship, he was not affectionate. That just wasn't who he was. He mm. didn't do PDA. He didn't do private DA. Like, <laughs> I don't know what it's called, but like. It, you could, it would have still been PDA. Oh, oh okay. public and private. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay, you're right. But he wasn't like, he wasn't the, let me slide up behind you in the kitchen while you cooking and like kiss you on the back of your neck. He wasn't any mm. of those. He wasn't even the. Like he made me feel like I had a problem because I had my, because like I wanted to be intimate. He'd be like, "You want to do it again?" And I was like, "Well, I, no, that's okay. I don't want to. I was just playing. I, <laughs> I, just, I, playing. I, I just playing. Like, yeah. I just thought that maybe if you did, it would be a good idea. But you don't. So that's okay." Um, and so when I got into my next relationship, he was absolutely so. I decided right whether subconsciously or consciously within the confines of that relationship, I didn't need those things. Right, so I did. Mm. De- I determined that I was good without him. Mm. Right, lack of sex, lack of lack of touch, lack of attention, and he was the type of man that would show up, but that was all you got. So, like, talk to me more about that. So, I mean, let me let me give you an example. So, in the my son was in the tenth grade. I sent him to military school, right, because he wasn't he wasn't a bad kid, um, but he was like I was I was fearful that he was becoming. A bad kid. Okay. Okay. So he just didn't want. He was an athlete, but he didn't want to <clears> like do the schoolwork. And like the teachers loved him. Michael is a lovable kid. He he's not a kid anymore. He about to be twenty five. But anyway, 
But he still is 25? that. Shut up. No, he's not. Almost. Let's not talk about that. The point <laughs> is, is that he is a lovable young man. Like he, he, much like Chantel was talking about at the beginning, he never meets a stranger, mm. right? And people genuinely love him, okay. right? So the problem with that in education is that people passed him along. Well, I mean, I, I, I know Michael ain't turned to work in in three weeks, but I mean, he mm. said it was in his locker. So when he ever he turned it in, like we. He good. And I'm like, ma'am, I don't, if you could not, he could not be good. That would be great. <laughs> so in the 10th grade, because of that, because I was, and he was starting to make some decisions and be with some people that weren't making the best decisions. So he wasn't like on the road, but he was about to get off on 40. Okay. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I got something for that. So I sent him to military school. I'm dating this guy. I drop him off at military school. Me and my mom and I drive him to, he went to Virginia, right? And it was the loneliest ride. I mean, it ain't no, it ain't even no highway. I mean, it's all back roads to Virginia, mm -hmm. right? Went to Fort Union. Shout out to Fort Union military. Um, and I cried all the way back. It's funny because me and my mom both, like, all the way back. It was, it was the quietest ride ever. You thought I dropped a nigga off at jail. It was the <laughs> worst thing ever. <laughs> So we get back and I get home and I like collapse in the middle of the floor. And I am like, and my mom, it's, we don't cry on the way back. It's just it's silent. We get back, we get home. My mom is like, all right, I'll see you later. And I'm like, okay. And she gets in the car and drives. She don't even come in. She gets in the car, she drives off. As soon as I shut the front door, I like collapse in the foyer, right? It was really bad. So Micah comes over, you know, she's like, I just, I knew you. I felt like you needed me. Here I am. Great. So my man shows up. And I am like sitting on the floor and I am like a disaster. I mean, I am a disaster on the couch. And he's just present. He not like. Oh, I see. Uh, he not uh, like, let me hold you. Yeah. I'm going to sit over here and you're going to like sit over there and cry. So he's, he's present and he's physically he's present. physically present. Right. So yeah, he's not like, let me hold your hand. I mean, nothing. And do I you was, need anything? Do you I, need right, nothing? Better. But I'm going to sit right here until you pull it together. But pull it together now so I can go home. Now me pull it, you know. Okay. So in that time frame, shut up, Chantel. So in that time frame, I decided that I no longer needed that, right? We break up. I move on to my next relationship. In that relationship, the guy is effect, is all the things that I needed, right? Okay. But when he shows up, I'm like, why are you touching me? <laughs> I mean, what? what? What is it? Why do you want to kiss me again? Like, mm. what? Get off of me. I feel like a lot of times because we condition ourselves yes. and we have to recondition what we even wanted in the first in place. In the first place. Because I had just, and he, you know, he would tell me, like, you're beautiful. Like, oh, babe, you changed your toenail polish. I'm like, why the hell are you looking at my feet? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> who's he, paying attention who's to paying that? Who's paying attention to Like, like yeah. I did, but so? Like, what? Mm. You know, or you changed your hair or you got your eyebrows done. And I'm like, damn, what's what? Mind mm. your business. You know what I'm saying? But but I didn't realize that those were things I needed. You know, I had conditioned myself to no longer need those things. And so I don't even know why I started down this journey of telling y'all about that. No, nah, no, nah, we were talking about how I'm so glad like, in relation Yeah, like in relationships, um, you know, we kind of lose ourselves. Mm -hmm. Right? Um But I, I wanna ask you a question. Okay. I wanna challenge that for a second. If you never got that from another man in your life, mm -hmm. would you still be able to be happy? Like if you never got the affirmations, if you never got the touch, if you never got the kiss, if you never got you are beautiful, nah. the recognition. Wow. That's transparent. You said though. you yeah. would not be okay. Mm -mm. So my question, mm -hmm. 
So is, now, but let me let me clarify. Okay. Let me clarify. So I would not be good if I didn't get that in the confines of a relationship. Oh, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But if I was not in a relationship, yeah. then I would be okay not getting that. Got it. So you're still, are you, you know, affirming yourself? Are yes. You, so that's that's why I wanted to confirm. Like I mean, I wanted to like clarify. Like so, I will never be okay in another relationship that doesn't provide that. So it's elevated. Yes. Which is good. Um, because another man is never gonna be able to come and like question my sexuality. Like not really my sexuality, but like you don't get to call me a nympho because I want to have sex more than like right. once a year. Like I don't really understand. <laughs> once a year. I mean, it was more often than I that. I hope so. But <laughs> but it was much more often than that. I was like, <laughs> I, was like I mean, I, I, huh? Okay. But you know, enough people question it, and you like, well, maybe it's me. Right. Like he loves me. He says he loves me. He shows up when I need him. So maybe it's me, right? So then you Chantel was like, it's not, it's not, it's not you. But I just, you know, my point is in a in the within the confines of a relationship, I will never be okay again with a man that's not comfortable being affectionate ever. I really appreciate that. I really appreciate you saying that. And I think that that's gonna speak to a lot of people that's listening to this, right? Because I think a lot of times we have so low expectations and we stay there. And we will never allow somebody to come in and raise the bar even for us. Mm. But then it's kind of like if we ever were to get out of that relationship, Mm -hmm. you know, um, we go back down because we never feel like we could. We we then feel like we weren't good enough. So we're going to go back to who we used to be when everybody liked me. So now we're accepting everything again. And then we're never able to get back to that heightened place where we actually were happy for that stint, right? But I appreciate you even saying that, you know, regardless of a man, like, I'm going to still be able to be happy because I don't think that there's a lot of people, men and women, that can honestly say without another person, you would be able to be happy. It's tough to say I'm okay. And I appreciate you saying that I'm not okay with that. I think I battled with that not too long ago that in my mind, if things did not go the way that I wanted them to go, then I'm Gucci. I'm just right. live this life. You do better with that. I'd be like, I do. uh, Chantel. But then I really sat down when the possibility of that thing leaving, I totally reacted differently than what I thought. Right. Bitch wasn't good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I wasn't good. Can we so talk about I appreciate it? that because on so many levels and a lot of times we do often think that we can just go like and not not feel not feel and i tell people that and it can it kind of goes against itself like i want you to feel feel every moment go through it and then you put up a wall or you say i'm good or i can cope i got it in reality that's not that's not the case it's not it's not true no and so i do I, i do appreciate somebody hearing this saying and knowing that no, I'm not okay. I, I need that thing. It was introduced to me. Yep. And for me, it was like, I, I haven't had this before. So, yep. damn, I got it now. And you okay to going back to nothing or mm-hmm. what you previously had? You know. You tripping. The other part to that for me is I have come to understand that I operate better in a relationship. Like, I'm not for the streets. Like I am not for the streets. I don't want to be in the streets. I don't want to. I don't want to be for the streets. Like I'm not for the streets. 
Because right? there's a lot of them. There's the a streets. lot of them for, for the streets. Start calling out names. You understand know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, so, and so my issue is like, I have come to understand that I operate better within the confines of a relationship. What like, do you mean by that though? That means like, I don't have the energy. So for me, dating requires an energy that I don't have. Mm. And what I mean by that is I can't date Kyle and David and John and Brian. Like, I can't. I want to just date Kyle. I mean, not really, Chantel. I don't really want to just date Kyle. I want no problems. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have the energy. And, like, I have had people be like, just get get on black people meet. Like get on social date, get on social media dating, right? Oh but the thing is, it takes a lot of energy. I I people prefer here, these people. Now, people is different. Shout out to street. shout out to black people. Me, <laughs> the sponsor of the pod, do it the scare podcast. But like I I just want to connect. I am better. I am better when I can connect with one individual and I can pour into you and you can pour into me and we can we can connect, we can communicate. It doesn't mean things are going to be perfect, but it means that we have committed. Yo, something that has stuck with me. I went to a wedding. Um, shout out to Nicole, to Nikki. Like I went to her wedding and the, the guy got up and gave the toast and he was like, the, the title of his toast was, Remain committed to the commitment. That's a hell of a toast if you have a title. Yo, I w- you know that? Like, I was like, hold on, they do what, that? Do that? No. Right. Is that just their that's wedding? Something that you and would I don't do. even you would think that hard. And yo, you my, yo, shout, yo, Dante, you better have a title, <laughs> a my title. man. A video, a title. But All that was like it stuck with me. It That's stuck dope. with me. Right. Like, stay, and let's be clear, like for that to have stuck with me because it was like pouring down rain, it, and it was during the pandemic, and we were in a tent, and I, I like completely de- destroyed some brand new shoes because my heels stuck and sunk in the mud. Like it was a disaster. Okay. Anyway, that's not the point. The point is, <laughs> his toast stuck with me. Wow. And for me, being able to be committed to a commitment is major like being able to be like yo so kyle you're here so you just the example like chantel don't like stab me on the way home okay so like being able to be like yo it's me and kyle like good bad indifferent Mm. rain sunshine thunderstorm we gonna figure it out we gonna figure it out together we are gonna be on this journey i'm gonna talk to you about these 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 movements i'm going to talk to you about these potentials i'm going to talk to you about these possibilities i'm going to share with you when i fail right i'm going to share with you when i win and you're going to be there for me and i want to go to the movies and i don't got to call nobody but kyle and this nigga better want to go okay you know what i'm saying he like, wants to go he wants to go <laughs> and it ain't gotta be let me call this rolodex tonight. of people <laughs> you know, go tonight, right? like like to I, go. it ain't gotta be this rolodex of people that might want to go or let me see who's gonna pay for the most expensive meal like it's gonna be me and kyle and it might be mcdonald's you, see, you feel me like mm-hmm. i have come to understand that i operate better in the confines of a relationship with that that has a valued connection to me. You are connected to me. I am connected to you. And that is all I got to think about in the relationship space. That's it. That's all that's important. You know, if you're a beautiful person. Oh. No, seriously. Like, and even, you know, I know our first uh, meeting was. It was a little shaky. <laughs> a little controversial. Okay. All right. Um, okay. But no, like. Um, <laughs> okay. As long as like, we can really, accept that. I feel like. Um, it's interesting because when you begin to really have conversations on this level with with people, 
you really get to learn not who they are, but their heart and their soul. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think a lot of times we judge people based upon their decisions without really taking time to understand their spirit, their soul, their intention. Um, And I, I really gained something from that perspective because a lot of times we have these such superficial ideologies of people like what you just said, like I could call somebody else um, mm-hmm. to go to a more expensive restaurant. I could call somebody else that could do more. I could call somebody else to do this or I have this Rolodex of people, but I would rather just do it with that person. Yeah. You know, and I think a lot of times we don't. It's, like, it's such a gratitude and it's, it's such an appreciation, but an awareness that, you know, I don't I don't need all of that. I just need this. This. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of people, again, will be able to gain something from that. It's kind of like I challenge everybody listening to really ask yourself, who is that one person? And if you can't identify that one person, maybe you're just not the right person for any person. Woo! Jesus. Okay, we could probably drop the mic, end it right there. <laughs> Kyle dropped the mic twice. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I mean, he just like drops the mic and like kicks it across the field. <laughs> well, let me ask you something though. Yeah. If you are, if you, if what happens, what happens if you can name that person, but you are not the person they name? That's a, that's a hell of a that's a hell of a question. I know, and that's a hell of a question coming from you because I feel like <laughs> I feel like the answer that I have to give like better be damn good. It better be. I mean, I can uh, let you know answer. Nah, first nah. If you like. So, this is my perspective, um, and I'm gonna be very honest. So, I had that person. Okay. Right. I thought I had that person, but every time I would try to choose that person, that I was never the choice. Hmm. So. I need some more. Right? Money. So, oh, it's, okay. it's not much. It's not much. It's all right. Much. Just take it. Cranberry juice. I need your cranberry juice. Go for so it. So I was, I was always choosing that person. <laughs> yes. um, I know. You know, when I moved here, it was that person. Right. When, okay. you know, I wanted to go out to eat, it was that person. Mm-hmm. When I wanted to be intimate, it was that person. Right. But it's interesting because as I began to um, reflect during that time, in all of those different seasons and all of those different decisions and all of those different wants, that person always had another priority that wasn't Kyle Yep. or another person that wasn't Kyle. Mm-hmm. Right. So, you know, through that, that was the first time where I was not the choice because a lot of other relationships is like, I'm the bread, you know, I'm yep. the breadwinner. I'm the, I'm the prize, you know, but it's kind it, it, it hurt me. And it was something that, I feel like God pulled me out of and I felt that was the first time in my life where I honestly felt like God continued to show me signs and introduce me to people and do <laughs> give me more opportunities. But I was like, nah, bro, I want that you want because I want, want that. And I was bounded by the bedroom. I was bounded by this idea of like, this is the best that I could potentially have. And I feared Really stepping away from that relationship because I didn't think that I could have more. And I didn't think that I was more. Oregon, you say? Right? <laughs> <laughs> so I had to um I had to really dig deep. And it yo, and, and any I'm gonna preface it because I've mentioned God a lot. God God wasn't what I needed during that time. It, it, I'm gonna say this in a very weird way. So 
through that time, I wasn't doing a lot of praying. I wasn't right. going to church because I feel like a lot. Oh, God brought me out, and I was praying. Right, that wasn't it. Right, now nigga, was, I was drinking. Facts, <laughs> but it was people that right. got me out of it. So maybe God provided the me people. these people. God yes. brought me the right people mm-hmm. that then reintroduced me to who Kyle could be. Right. Mm. So then I was now the weakest in the room. Yeah. But now those people have brought me into the rooms where now I'm the strongest. That's right. So it took a lot of work. It took a lot of depression. It took a lot of anxiety. It took a lot of therapy. Um, but I had to identify what I did specifically. Who do I need in this season that can help me? I need people that are married. I need people that are doing well financially. I need like I, I got busy with work. Once I got busy with work, then I was like I started to look at myself different. Yep. I started to feel myself. I got a new car. I got a new place. <laughs> yeah. um, I got a new haircut. <laughs> I went to the gym. I'm like, oh, snap. But then what happened is that women that I thought I could never get started seeing me yep. for me because I started to be authentic. I started to talk about my journey. I started to talk about the reality. So then I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> I got deg- two degrees? <laughs> oh, you got a car? So then it's like... <laughs> It's it's the thing, and it's interesting because I look back. Yeah, what she had before, right? You right. know, you know. I know. <laughs> she still don't have. It. Anyway, besides the point. Go um, back. Go back. Go back. Go back. So I started to get around people. I up leveled my network, and then it up leveled me, and then I up leveled myself. And now I look back at that relationship, and I was like, now there's no competing, because now the relationship that I'm in now it would run circles around that. Like there's. You never know what you need until you get what you want to realize that it was what God needed you to have. Ooh, listen, intangibles. Um, God told Mike, drop the mic. Again, <laughs> again. <laughs> you know, I feel I like, like that mic drop. <laughs> I feel like when I get ready to like to, to, to market this podcast, like Kyle's going to be the big picture. And then my picture's gonna be little at the bottom. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Tell you, I already had my time. Right. Well, you tell me. So we got a few minutes where we have to take a break. And so you tell me like what you um what you think. Like what happens? Well, what does that feel? Because because for me, it is tough to choose and not be chosen. Like like, you know, I played something for you guys before about being the right woman versus being a good woman and mm-hmm. like I'm a good woman. I know that. I know what I bring to the table. And it is tough to continuously not be the right woman. And people be like, but you've been married. Yeah, but I, I want the right woman then either or I wouldn't be divorced. <laughs> so, like, there's that. Um, you, let, me, let me challenge that before she answers. So you're not a good woman. You're the right woman. You're just in, not in the right time. So I love that. Who's clock? You're the right woman. I mean, it's not the so, time. So you're not a good woman. Don't settle for that because you're you're way more than good woman. Yeah, you're the right woman to the wrong people in the wrong time. It's just not your time yet. Well, listen. Do you see this clock? I mean, it's hold on. Time is relevant though. Okay, you know what? We live right because we live off of these time clocks. You're right. But if we didn't have clocks on the walls or clocks on our phones, we would just be living right. right. Yeah. Because if you look back a hundred years ago. They didn't have clocks. They didn't have watches. They just Every lived. day, they just lived. Because tomorrow could be your last day, so it you could. have to be the best Ovi today. Right, but the reality is that if I died tomorrow, I would not have been the right woman. 
But you were because people come to your podcast because you are the right woman. You know what? People yeah. hire people Chantel, hire you. This Chantel, relationship. Chantel, so I don't don't write. You're bigger than that. No, it, it's deeper. Look. It's deeper than having that intimate relationship. The very thing you said on our way over here is that I want to impact people. And Chantel is going to talk to us about is going to answer the not question being chosen about choosing but not being chosen because yo that is a difficult people do not understand the difficulty you know what you know what before you even answer let me let me give it some preface it is not it is not i was gonna say sing singularly but i don't think that's the right bedlam it is is, (laughs) bedlam is the right word it is not only about choosing but not being chosen but it is more about because I think, and, I, and the reason I'm giving this preface is because I think that as women, as people, we often choose somebody that you know ain't for you. Like, mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. that they not the one. You have, like, Trash. you have, like, maneuvered and, like, cut your arm off. You cut off your left toe. You, like, you, like, fractured your right knee. And you, like, dang, they still there. Oh, I done shrunk all the way two feet. And they still not there. I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about when you choose the one that you believe in your heart is the one, the one, not the one that you have had to mold and shape and grow and massage. I'm talking about the one that you believe is the one, has been the one, is the one that God put here for you and they don't choose you in return. Because I'm going to tell you, (laughs) that is the most painful space that I have ever had to exist in and it is the one space that I have well it's probably now the number two space because I'm currently beatboxing with God about some other things but like (laughs) I definitely beatbox with him about that but like that is the one space where I was like God I'll compromise Mm -hmm. like whatever you need whatever it takes for him to be it because I believe that he is it I believe that you created him for me specifically. We are constantly choosing others before we choose I hear ourselves. you. So I'm just saying like, <laughs> so that is, so I, I guess the point that I'm making is when I ask that question, I'm talking about that one, right? Mm-hmm. Because I have had other relationships where I thought they was that one. But when I look back, I'm like, they really, they really won't. It was just, I just kind of loved them a little bit, but, or a lot, but like they weren't that one. But I have had one where I believed that they were that one and <laughs> oh, man. okay so anyway so that's that's the question i mean kyle you answered it like you answered <laughs> yeah. it so i'm asking you like when you were not chosen by the one that you chose because you felt like he was that one um it's painful yes it's um i was supposed to get married to who i thought was the one Girl, the one I thought was the one married somebody else. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, we just gonna you keep know, it a band, a um, book. What is it? And you they were constantly the choosing everything and everyone but me. Like right. the most important days for me, or you know, we typically think our birthday is it. We right. turn it up. We doing whatever. Right. But my birthday comes, and I am competing with work. Right. Consistently, I am competing. I'm, I was always competing with work. Right. It was always, I got to be here. I got to be there. I got to do this. I got to do that. And so um, you're constantly choosing somebody and you're not choosing yourself. It's 
it's hurtful more than anything. I think that's what I just keep going because you put in so much. I'm like you say, you cut off your arm. You are consistently making home home, yeah. um, making sure that they have everything that they need, um, that their kids have everything, yeah. and the kids that ain't even yours. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that you are putting in all this effort and pouring into someone else only for them to show you that you ain't it. You are not it. Nope. And so... Um, I think for me, um, outside of it being painful, I, I, it was one of those things. And, I, you know, I continuously talk about this now. It's about, it's about me. I'm now in this position, or I've been in this I've stayed in this position. That's the crazy part. I've stayed in this position for more than five years, more yeah. than ten years or whatever. Yeah. Stayed for a very long time. So at what point do you choose you? At what point do you turn that around? At what point do you look at you yeah. and say, you know what? This is too much. This is not it. There's more out there for me. Yeah. There's um and it's not even about seeing other people or having another relationship. Yeah. There's more things that I want to accomplish in my life. Yeah. And because I'm staying here, stuck with this person, um, holding on to this person, I can't see all that God has for me because I'm still stuck in this one thing that I'm trying to compromise on to to make be the thing. And it's yeah. not the thing. It's not the thing at all. So, you know, the challenge with that is, like, you can't see it in it. Like, like you're in it and you're like, I can't tell you how many prayers were like, God, just like, I'm here. Mm -hmm. I'm showing up. I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. Like I'm showing up. You don't realize how much you're compromising, how much you are shrinking. Like I posted something yesterday on Instagram and I was like, um, just because you're, I talked about the secret life of pets too. I literally was taking Isaiah to school and I was, he was watching The Secret Life of Pets and you know, it's y'all got kids. So they be watching stuff and it just be in the back. You ain't even listening. <laughs> and it was like, um, Tiffany Haddish was the voice of some character. I ain't even ever watched yeah. Life of Pets too. <laughs> anyway, she's the voice of some character and she says, that's just what happened. That ain't bragging. But mm. when you're awesome, everything you say sounds like bragging. Right. And I was like, Mm-mm. I mean, to the point that I got, I dropped him off at school, came back home and Googled <laughs> that, 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 um, that phrase, not, that statement, that state. I'm like, it's not a lyric, but yeah, that statement. And I was like, you know, the reality is like, I spent so much time shrinking That's you know, all you're doing. trying to fit in somebody else's frame, you know, doing what you think is what good people do, good women, good men, right? I'm cooking, I'm cleaning, I'm taking care of your kid. I'm, you know, supporting you. I'm pushing your, you you're tell being, me. You're not even being yourself. At some no. point, you are recognizing that they like a certain thing that's not even you. Yo. And you're turning yourself into yo, that thing. Let me tell you, let me tell you how many times, let me tell you how many times <laughs> I was like, yo, I want a short haircut. <laughs> but my nigga don't like short hair and he don't like weave. Right, so we just gonna grow this thing on out. That's fine. Okay, okay. Like, and, and I mean, it was my hair. It wasn't a big deal. But it, but when you think back, you're like, yo, we would have been easier. I'm trying to work <laughs> out. Like, I'm trying to get this body in order. Weave is easier, and right? You even you say hair. That's a um. That's a big one that stands out for me because mm-hmm. there was an instance where I changed my hair and and I said I changed my hair. And he did not like it. And I sat there and took 
being belittled in front of his family all because of I want this relationship to, to work. work. I did something for me that I loved that was for me. Yo, it will change and then it you. Will, and, I, and I stayed doing the thing that I thought was best for him. And then when I thought what I was doing was right for me, I had to question yeah. what was right for me. Let me ask you this. What, what, is, what are the five things that are absolutely critical in a relationship for you, like for you specifically? Communication is absolutely first. Okay. Trust. Sex. I mean, it's got to be good sex. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, Ma. I mean, like, you know, like, okay. like think about it at 10 o'clock in the morning when you're at work. Gotcha. I can't wait to get home. Sex. <laughs> um, communication is got to be five. Okay. Communication. Um, transparency. Ambition. Okay. And I don't know that they are in that order. I mean, I mean, sick. I mean, you know, we're not. Okay. <laughs> um, Would you want somebody to cheat on you? Trust. That's true. Okay. So, are, so, so for hold me. On, hold on. Uh, okay. Are you getting all of, and this is a yes or no question, black oh, and white. Okay. Are you getting all five of those things right now in the romantic relationship that you're currently in? Um, yes. That's a yes or no. I mean, it's like a it's like a yes with a lot of s's and huh? like a no at the end. Oh, oh, I answered the phone. Sorry, <laughs> I don't know. What I don't know. Sorry, Lana was like, "Mommy." So I'm, Sorry. A, I'm gonna ask it again. I mean, so the answer, so the answer is yes, but there is a caveat to that. Um, nah, uh, uh-uh. uh. So for mean? all of our audiences that's listening, it's a yes. They don't know all my personal business. No, but and it's okay. That's They're, like season five. We're not telling. <laughs> we're not. We don't need to tell them anything, right? Are you or are you not getting all five things in the way that you want it? Oh. <laughs> I mean, Kyle, I don't really think that's fair. This is not your show. <laughs> I mean, um, probably not. Okay. This is the only question that I'm asked now. Um, I'm going to preface it first. So I'll, both of you can cook very well. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Because I can. Okay. If, if you're Sorry. making, you know, let's say cake, right? We all can probably. My cake come out the box. Okay. <laughs> no, and we'll use the box. We'll use the box. If you're making a cake or, or cornbread or anything of that nature and you, you have the ingredients on the table. Okay. And obviously, you know, you're, you're following some type of script. Mm-hmm. And you put the cake in the oven. Mm-hmm. You used all of the ingredients. It's in there for like 20, 30 minutes. But you forgot the eggs. What's going to happen to the cake? It's not going to rise. I'm glad Chantel answered first because I don't know. It's, it's not, not going to rise. I don't leave and out the eggs. And, That's why I don't and know. And it's not going to hold together. It's not going to hold together. And I think that there's a relation. <laughs> like, Here's another one coming. <laughs> right? Drop the mic. <laughs> Cut. The so mic. I think I think there's a lot of times where we're not holding together and we're not rising because we're missing one ingredient. I agree. So I'm a, I'm a I'm a affirm you like you're you're with the person that you do need right now, for real. Like I, I feel like just like you you said earlier, you know he's shown you these things, he's empowered you, he's you know provided you with this belief that you know your sexuality isn't a problem and. You know, um, he's been intimate and all these great things, mm-hmm. all these amazing things that now you're going to be it's going to empower you um, to move forward in mm-hmm. your life because now he's raised the bar and set a new standard. Right. Um, 
He's also educated you on different things and probably, you know, given created new requirements in your life. He has. But he's also exposed you to one thing that he doesn't have, mm-hmm. which is that egg that is not allowing your cake to rise. That's correct. So God may have you in the oven cooking you, but if one ingredient is missing, then the cake's not going to be complete. Who invited you here? You. <laughs> <laughs> um. You said you want to do another. I, <laughs> I was just mad. You should have ju- jumped in and be like, you know what? You don't really I know, know what this you want. is what he loves. Um, <laughs> here's the thing. Like, like, um, I I will be honest and say that for all the things that Oregon, that this job opportunity in Oregon presented, <clears throat> my very first question to God was, is this about my relationship? Like, why well, I don't I like is it like you for real like Oregon that's far um and what what continued to come up was you need to be out of driving distance Mm. if your car can get there it's going to get there and so you need to be out of driving distance because when I tell you I apply for jobs in DC and Maryland and Atlanta and Charleston like you need to be and 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 although my my relationship was my first question there is also like a piece of Oregon of going to Oregon that is about allowing my circle to grow right allowing my daughter to know that she is a bomb mom without her mom being an arms reach away that she can take care of my grandson on her own Without me being her co-parent. And she's, he's got a dad. She is co-parenting. But what I mean is, for her perspective, I am her co-parent. I am who picks up Isaiah from school when she can. I am who drops him off when she can. I am who he spends the night with. Like, I am her co-parent. His dad has his own set of co-parents, right? Um, knowing that from a mental health perspective, my son can survive without me being able to jump up and hop in the car at a moment's notice. Mm-hmm. Right. So my youngest daughter's coming with me, so she kinda doesn't she's outside of that. Like my mom, um, my mom's world in a in the grand scheme of things, which I didn't realize until a couple weeks ago, shut down in the pandemic. Like my mom was active in the gym three times a week, walking. My mom was traveling, she was in a book club, she was heavy into the church. The pandemic was like, nah, sis, you could just sit home. And she's single and she's about to be seventy. You know what I'm saying? So you see what I'm saying? And so like, the we gotta give up party. Okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? Oh, oh, it's coming. The party's coming. You know, we're gonna twerk a little bit, a little sound, something, and everything. Um, but but what I'm saying is like, I understand that, um, that Oregon is about growth for me, but it is also about growth for those that are connected to me in the most intimate way. Um, I'm so happy that you said that. It is, it is a hard, like, I just, I, I just, I, I am coming to understand that, mm-hmm. but I, I need my circle and the people that listen to this and the people that listen to this that are connected to me to understand that, like, that does not mean it's without fear. Mm. Because while my relationship may be lacking the egg, right, let's not act like it doesn't have the other 5, 10, 12 ingredients. Like, and... I, I, so, so yesterday I was having a conversation and I equated my relationship to being addicted to heroin. Mm. 
Okay. I'm ready for this. So the reason being <laughs> is that in the course of the relationship, we have both identified that the eggs was missing. Right. Or not even were missing because it got some eggs, but it might just have the yolk. You know what I'm saying? I don't have a whole egg. Or you might be missing the egg. You know what I'm saying? Shit it, shit it. Or you might have two eggs when you needed three. You understand what I'm saying? All right. So um, we have both, we've talked about that. We've talked about the, the, the barriers that exist, right? Um, the reality is we have also tried numerous times to cut the ties. Okay? There are the strongest soul ties that exist that I have ever experienced, ever. And I was married. So I'm, I, I, am, I am transcending that, right? I'm transcending a marriage ever, ever, ever existed ever in my entire life. And so, you know, when you're addicted to hearing, I assume, let me just, let me, I ain't yeah, never been Because we addicted. don't know and we can't agree. We don't know. <laughs> the, only drug I have, the only drug I have ever tried is marijuana and it won't lace. I'm not DMX. It won't didn't have nothing in it. It was just regular old weed. Even the weed they sell today, I don't want no parts of that. I don't want no parts of the weed they call something else. If it ain't called weed, I don't want it. Okay. And I don't even smoke weed today, right? But all right. So, but I did watch, I mean, I did watch uh, Ray. And Ray was addicted to some, some, some heavy stuff, right? And so in that, in that, Right, and in reading about addiction, they talk about how cold turkey is hard for addicts, right? And so, in my relationship, we have we have called it quits. Chantel has been front seat, front row to like, I'm calling it quits. Don't call me no more. Don't come over here. Give me my key back. It's a wrap. And a day go by, and I'm like, I just can't. I can't function. I can't function. Like my brain is literally like can't work because every thinking moment is about this every emotion every every everything right and so it's like when you have an addict and they they go to the hospital and they give them whatever the other drug is like a nicotine patch like okay this ain't exactly like smoking a cigarette but it ain't exactly like not smoking a cigarette you're just gonna smoke a little bit of a cigarette <laughs> and you're gonna be it okay it weans you off it yeah. weans you off now that I know, so but. what is <laughs> what is your nicotine patch um what would you like it to be I would like to be able to say that there was cold turkey. Mm-mm. I'm just telling. I'm just being honest. Like I would like to be able to be strong enough that. But you're not. I'm not. Okay. And well, willpower doesn't that. exist. You didn't have. To, I mean, what people I mean. aren't. And the reality of it is, Ovi, we're, none of us are. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay, but you didn't have to say you. You means me. <laughs> <laughs> me. You know. <laughs> you means me. Uh, right. Yeah. Um. What would you like it to be? Because so what worked for me. Obviously, like I said earlier, is work. Like, I got really yes. consumed. That was my nicotine So patch. what I will say to that is, in the last week and a week, week or week and a half, it has become work. Because it is the newness of a new job, mm-hmm. wanting to show up, like, trying to, trying to combat this imposter syndrome and really show up, right? Really, like, I'm here. I'm showing up. I'm all the things that y'all hired me to be. Like, boom. And so it has been a bit of a nicotine patch. So when um, the newness wears off, I don't know what's gonna stop you from going back to the old. I don't know because the old is it's pretty fucking awesome. So it's awesome, but what about you? Know where I'm going? You, I hear you. The pain, the everything that the heroin does. 
if you go when you go cold turkey when you attempt to go cold turkey that feeling nobody you don't want to feel that so what part of that has you like i don't want to go to that but i know i can't have this so i got to figure out something can i else. give you something sure because i the, the answer to chantel's question is i don't know i got something for you okay please um, i say don't think about that because i did it don't right? think about don't think about getting out of it i don't um and i know the whole situation so I know you do, but if you could not talk about it. No, 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 not, not, not at all. I think so for, for what worked with me, I couldn't bear to see myself in my life without her. I couldn't. Okay. So I got so consumed with work that then it created new things. But then it's like the restaurants that we went to, the right. conversations, music that would come on, like all these different things, laying in the bed. I had to recreate and redesign my life. Right. Right. But if you think about a house, mm-hmm. you don't like tear down a house and then it's just up the next day you have to put the drywall up you have to you know build a new foundation you have to you know put one room in a time then right. the cabinets and right. then bring in the appliances and all these different things so what i'm trying to get at is i think you should focus on doing something for you once a day okay and only do win the day i want you to win the day that's the that's that's the name of your season if this chapter that you're about to walk in could like have a title, it's win the day. I don't want you to focus on getting out of it. I don't want you to focus on what it looks like without it, nothing. I want you to be as busy and as productive and as as selfish as you can be today. And I want you to do something for yourself every day. And that's all I want you to commit to, 24 hours. Because I know Ovi may not be able to make it three weeks without it. But I trust and I know that Ovi can make it 24 hours. You met Ovi? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Or even that, to challenge that, even if 24 hours is too much, break it down. Win the moment. I think win the moment is a big deal because we have moments. Like, I can't, if I could just through this time, a day might be a task. I believe you can get through 24 hours too. But if you can't, win the moment. Like, I'm struggling right here. And absolutely. And celebrate it. Yo, I used to really, like, I feel like I used to be addicted to sex. Honestly. Like, I, honest to God. Like, I feel like it. Like, I used to, like, in college, I, I felt like it was like a drug, like, two, three times a day. And it was interesting when I graduated and got busy and all these different things. Like, I really remember that moment when I went my first week without having sex. Like, seven days. Like, it was like I won the lottery. Seriously. And it, it did something to me, not not necessarily from like, oh, you're doing it, you're about to get baptized. It wasn't one of those things. It was like you committed to something. Right. And you did it. And you did mm-hmm. it. So I just need you to commit to today. And then I want you to do it. And then I want you to commit to tomorrow. I mean, you want me to start today? I want you to start right now. It's a, and the commitment to yourself. I talk about that all the time. It's the commitment okay, to but you. I just don't know that we're going to start today. <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> Can okay. we give it tomorrow? I'm going home after this. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, I, so so let me just say, like, as to, to tie, wrap this up, like, I absolutely, absolutely think there is value in, like, winning the day, right? Winning the moment, winning the moment that turns into winning the day. Um, choosing you um, 
And I think there is also value in like recognizing that it's not easy and it's not an easy task. And that sometimes God puts you in situations where you have no other choice, right? It's not a car. He puts you in situations that aren't a car ride away, <laughs> you know, that are, that require planning and intention and money, you know, and effort. And so, like, I've put you over here so that you can fulfill your purpose. And if you go back, it's because you intended to go back. Hmm. It's because you willfully decided that where I dropped you off at hmm. was not the direction you wanted to go. And so you were like, nah, I'm going to buy this plane ticket. I'm going to take this time off work. I'm going to spend this money. I'm going to schedule this Airbnb. I'm going to rent this car. <clears throat> I hear you, but I'm going to be right back. Right. Um, and, you know, that those things are not lost on me. Um, it is a continuous battle to be better, to learn, to grow in my faith. Um, you know, I, I'm not going to commit to like starting to win the day today. I probably lost today already. So, you know, <laughs> today is 24 hours from today, which is was just <laughs> seven o'clock yesterday. I lost already <laughs> at that. But, you know, I mean, okay. I mean, okay. I will update you on how I am winning the day in the next few days because I we lost today. We still have moments within this We day. still have moments. I have won several moments. This you, hour you has been a moment. here tonight. <laughs> Okay. Right. No, I know. And, and not in no hotel. We, <laughs> you we, need, to, like, I we need to be walking distance <laughs> <laughs> from right, you. Right, 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 right. And once we put the chains the on the door. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I don't know. Do the dog barks. Y'all hear the door. These oh, not right. the people you want in your circle. I don't really know who you want, but these not it. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> the people that'll hold you hostage. But oh, I'm not going to hold you hostage. Yeah, we already know. I know. That. <laughs> um, but I want to, you know, one of the things that is important to me is to like, whenever there are people that, that take out their time and their energy to come and do this with me, it, I'm not going to do it to you again, Shinto, you had it the last time. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but it's to recognize that I don't take it for granted. Like time is not free. Um, energy is not free. Energy exchange is not without consequence. And so... Like, I appreciate this. Mm -hmm. I appreciate this moment. I appreciate your time. I appreciate what you bring to the table. Like, Kyle, you are um, you are an established lots of things that you refused to say <laughs> in the beginning. Um, but, like, author and mentor and business owner and entrepreneur and homeowner soon hey. and dad. <laughs> and, like, you are an all-around amazing person. And so the fact that you would take out an hour and a half – um, to spend with me, pouring into me, giving me your um, your your opinions and your expertise on things is not ever lost on me. Um, I appreciate that. And so I like like your posts and I share your posts and I'm gonna be an author at some point. <laughs> um, so don't like give up hope; it's coming. <laughs> um, but just know that like I see you and I appreciate who you are. I appreciate who you are for my friend. Um, I talk to her much more than I do you. Yeah. So just know that I appreciate who you continue to show up as for my friend and for you and for your audience and for the people that buy into your 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 programs. Um, collectively, I feel like we have a lot to offer the world. Um, at this point, I, I won't pour into Chantel. I don't know if she can take another one. If you listen to the other episode, you know I did it already. <laughs> um, but Chantel, I appreciate who you are. I appreciate who you have been to this conversation, to this episode. 
um, to me, who you are to Kyle, you know, um, I just, I love y'all and I appreciate who you have been today, who you, the value that you will bring to the people that listen to this. Um, it just, it means a lot to me and I don't take it for granted. And so that's it.